0: Welcome to 19 in 89, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody stop! I think I think giggling Ben went to play went to play a crowd. A bad boy Ben with the Vixen back in the nineties. It's the PMFM Top Thirty with Bad Boy and the Vixen, and joining us from the UK, really early in the morning. It's Billy. Way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide, all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Karratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion, and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm gonna find out how weird arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted, the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley, welcome to 19 in 89. Yes, and welcome back to another foray into the teenage pontifications of an idiot who clearly thought he was all that in a bag of chips and tried to prove that by filling endless pages of his Collins 1989 diary with wall-to-wall wishy-washy drivel backed up with meticulous timing and unnecessary records of the food that he pushed into his face hole. Aww, that idiot was me and once again it's time to usher up another week of not very much. To reset our minds and take us back to my 21st week of being a mostly inexperienced radio announcer, it is, of course, time once again to check what songs were in the charts on this week in 89. Uh, the Bangles took out number one with their Eternal Flame, moving from number six to Prime Posse, but it was all about the boys for the fresh chart debuts on May 28. Uh, Guns N' Roses had the highest debut in at 34 with Patience. You're singing along, aren't you? There were also fresh debuts from big-haired blokes like Bon Jovi and Richard and Marx, plus John Cougar Mellencamp, Noiseworks and Robert Palmer and speaking of hair, the man with quite possibly the coolest hairdo in the 80s was in excess front and my personal idol Michael Hutchins who on this week in 89 apparently met the one and only Kylie Minogue at an In Excess gig, which saw her and her then boyfriend and Neighbors co-star Jason Donovan invited to the after party, which would result in Kylie quickly dumping Jason so she could start dating Michael Hutchins and the corruption of Kylie, as Michael would later term it, would begin. In other celebrity love connections back then, Johnny Depp would meet Winona Ryder in 89, and by the time they got on the set of Edward Scissorhands in 1990, they were a fully-fledged couple. I know! Plus, Nicole Kidman would end up meeting Tom Cruise at an audition for a role in Days of Thunder in November of 89 and fall into a marriage contract. So beautiful. I mean, fall in love with him. That's what they did. Uh, What an Oscar-winning performance. Hey, coming up in this episode, there's another hangover and a headache to deal with. My cheekiness results in another commercial getting rejected which inspires my teenage preaching about my superior advertising skills. Of course, why wouldn't it? Even though I've only been doing the job for just 21 weeks. There's also more bad spelling, more bitching, more getting pissed, and I also deliver a self-described pathetic shift as part of an outside broadcast in a shopping centre. Oh, that's going to be great. (laughs) To help me work through all that, let's usher in another one of my besties. Who is that?
1: Who is that? Who is that? that? Who Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? It's Manda! It's me, I'm back! Hello!
0: Welcome back, beautiful.
1: Thanks, Ben. It's so good to be back.
0: Oh, I'm just glad that you're taking time out of your Sunday morning and ignoring your children to be with me.
1: <laughs> always, okay? Just put that in the back of your mind. I'm always yeah. there for you.
0: I love that it's not a hard sell. What? Ignore my children? Come and work with you? Yeah, great. I'm on.
1: <laughs> be there in five.
0: <laughs> you realise we're in lockdown, right? <laughs> I'm homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that explains a lot.
0: Oh, doesn't it? <laughs> uh-huh. How you been, babes?
1: Oh, look, been good. Been listening to the podcasts too. Been loving oh. them.
0: I'm having so much fun.
1: No, it's awesome. What a great journey. And what a great journey, you know, rediscovering the nineteen year old
0: you. Oh my god. He's such a flogger hate him. But it is proof that you can be a little wanker asshole in your teenage years and become an actual feeling, caring, empathetic person that does nice things.
1: Oh my God, that's all of us. That's me. I was terrible. Yeah. God, I'm the girl that's sat there and when I can't go on her right now, I need to watch Melrose Place. Yeah.
0: <laughs> love that. I love that about us. We are so sassy.
1: <laughs> Selfish work ethic nun. Like, <laughs>
0: Fingers crossed it's helping some mums understand their teenagers.
1: Yes. Well, I've got an 11 year old, so.
0: Oh, well. Welcome to him there. not liking you very much shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, yeah. mum. <laughs> um, we should reset our uh, relationship. We, of course, worked together in the 90s in Perth at 96FM. As you flagged, you would not come on air because sometimes you had to watch Melrose Place.
1: <laughs> I know. And, you know, I always look back at that time and think, um, you know, you were dumped with me. I was the one <laughs> standing there <laughs> going, hello, I need an announcer. I need somebody that will talk over Melrose Place. <laughs>
0: yeah, but I don't think any of us were getting paid properly. So You know what? I remember...
1: Know. I was paid as a full time employee. Yeah, yeah. But I was paid for the hours I did. Like, I'd log the hours in, and you'd get paid for what you actually was like being a full time, but being a casual.
0: So, did you put down that you watched Melrose Place or that you worked those hours? (laughs) (laughs) You put down you worked those hours, didn't you?
1: I was going to say, I think you know the answer to that.
0: Yes, of course. (laughs) Correct answer. Tick. Yeah, right. Good. And
1: I, t- I tell you what, how I got the job too. It, um, I did a radio announcing course mm-hmm. in Perth.
0: Yes. How long was yours? It was a year. Oh, my God. Mine was 15 weeks.
1: What? Yeah.
0: 500 bucks, 15 weeks.
1: Oh, my God. I don't even remember how much Martin cost, but it was a year long.
0: I'm impressed they, they could drag it out for a year.
1: <laughs> 25 people were chosen from an audition pool of like 400. Yeah and five of us graduated. Wow. Like it was it was insane. They whipped us so hard. It was yeah. insane. And one of my tasks was from the news director Murray Dixon at the time, and he made me do you were going to die at this. I was getting up at 3:30 a.m., going into the studio and writing news copy for the Gulf War.
0: Oh my god, for but, free.
1: For free. From 3.30 to 10.30. Oh and God. when Jill Rogers came in at nine, I had to get her and her news team coffee. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs>
1: and that was pretty That's how I started.
0: The number of people that have worked for nothing and slaved away in radio, honestly, we could sue for billions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, those were the days back then, right? That's yeah. just what you did to get your foot in the door.
0: Please tell me that's still not happening in 2020 for crying out loud. I, yeah, that's it a good,
1: is. I was gonna say that's a really good question. How are people getting into radio now?
0: Yeah. Well, is there any point? Is it collapsing? <laughs> oh, we could go off on so many tangents. But <laughs> yeah, we probably future. should get stuck into the diary.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Because you know, no one's gonna read this faff without us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take in um, May twenty eighth. It was a Sunday, and this was written at one fifty seven a.m. And for those playing along at home, um, of course, last episode I had that huge farewell at Nats, where I drank three quarters of a bottle of vodka, one and three quarter bottles, between Nat and I. So let's see how the hangover was, shall we? <laughs> shall we? <laughs> or oh, I want to know what you did. <laughs> Well, apparently I woke up at 2am or thereabouts with an enormous, incredible, terrible headache. It felt like my head was going to explode. So I had three Panadol and some Salvital and lots of water and went back to bed. What the hell is Salvital? That
1: was on my mind. What is that?
0: I don't know. I'm it's not going to Google it. some cure
1: that someone's told you about, so you've taken it.
0: Or I've just seen something in a packet and gone, I have that too. <laughs>
1: um,
0: someone Google it and tell us, but I don't care. I got to station at 11. My shift from Midday or six PM. Oh, nothing about it. Just my shift from midday or six PM. <laughs> Comma. Dad and Mum rang up at roughly a quarter to midday. Had a nice old chat. I love that. I'm about to finish work, but I stopped down, chat to my parents. Well, who cares about the last fifteen minutes of my shift? <laughs> <laughs> my shift went really well. Had a lot of fun. Stayed behind after six and did some ads. Went home, watched TV, and Sean came over. We went down to the station and I did all my on this days for the next week. Went home and that's it. Sean, me and Steve sat up till now watching Degeneration Tapes. See ya 2 13 AM. Oh my god, Degeneration Tapes. That's the <laughs> early, early days of Working Dog with Magda Jabanski and Rob Sitch and all that on the ABC. It was such a good show.
1: That was I was gonna say, that was good stuff, and that was pioneering stuff.
0: Yeah. It
1: was changing our minds.
0: A lot of it was controversial now you look back and go wow that's really racist but anyway
1: <laughs> it I was, was 1989 so, it was so non kosher it was yeah. not and can i say cuz this is my first time back and you've just gone worked 6 to midnight or whenever the time was and that's it like
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> there's nothing about the work now
0: oh hang on i've realized that my shift was midday or 6 p.m. And I said that I wasted my last 15 minutes. Oh, well, you know what I meant. <laughs> I can't even get it right. Look, I've just woken up. It's a Sunday morning. Don't hold me to yep. account. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you know
1: exactly what you mean. Yeah.
0: It was a relevant <laughs> comment when I thought it was relevant. Uh, anyway, here's Monday, May 29. It was written at 2.09am. <laughs> what a mess. Got up at 10 today, into work at 11. After I'd showered. After I'd showered. Full stop. What? <laughs> Um, got up at 10 today and into work at 11 after I'd showered okay so I'm just basically saying I showered before I went to work guys phew lucky we've got all the good info (laughs) Steve (laughs) and I redid the Atlas Copco commercial it was all very funny we did heaps of bloopers I've run them off and they are great wonder what happened to all these blooper cassettes the on-air shifts are short this week only three hours my god what a godsend I've got three to six on Tuesday as well. It was good today. It just felt funny doing a short shift. <laughs> it feels amazing doing a short shift. Stayed at work until seven doing some commercials. Got home about 7.30 and put some tea on. Mark and I went down to JD's Video City and borrowed Biloxi Blues and Coming to America. They were both great. And then I've done it in com- inverted commas. Coming to was the best of the two as far as comedy is concerned. That's it for me. See ya. <laughs> 2.16am. And I think we can say coming to America is it as far as comedy is concerned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love how your normal hours, are, you know, you're now sleeping at 2am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really change throughout my whole life. <laughs>
1: it hasn't. You've been exactly the same. So,
0: I was up Sure, It was at least one forty-five this morning. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he wants to sleep. Uh, this is May 30, 1989. It's a Tuesday, and this was written at 12.42am. Oh, it's early, kids. Hello. Today I got up at 9, had a shower, got to the station just before 10, got stuck into a bunch of commercials, ran off the Atlas Copco commercial. God, it's getting major cameos. Finished it all off ready for approval. Had a commercial rejected because it was cheeky? Question mark. All I said was, and then this is written in inverted commas, for better prices than the supermarkets. What's cheeky about that? How can you expect to be competitive if you don't try to beat prices? Oh gosh, I don't know. Well, my shift from three to six went really well. I enjoyed myself. I sent a fax to Mike, and Mike was the guy that used to work at Roxy Video, the store that I used to work in in Adelaide. Went with Stephen, Mark to Jan's house for tea. We had a fried ball of rice and mozzarella with curry and lasagna, bread and salad. It was wonderful. Now I'm going to bed. See ya. 12.52am. P.S. Did a news insert today, which was fun. And then I've got a question mark and two exclamation points. Now, should we talk about Jan's dinner? Fried balls of <laughs> rice and mozzarella with curry and then lasagna, bread and salad.
1: Jan was that woman that just spoiled that. That was would have been huge for her to cook that
0: for oh, me. No, and I'm assuming that's like a, her version of an arancini. It's obviously a, a Borio rice, Yeah. mozzarella, but yeah, that's
1: what I'm thinking.
0: It's weird that she served it with a curry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no,
1: I know. but it's like um, the buffet.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love that she's mixing cultures like that—a bit of Italian it. with a bit of Indian. I don't reckon it'd be very, very Indian curry. It would have just been curry powder and. Maybe some kind of other thing that wasn't curry. (laughs) I'm good at this, aren't I? Okay. (laughs) This is Wednesday, May 31. It was written at 3.06am. Today, I got up at midday, which was lovely. Sat around the house doing very little. Continued my letter to Nicole. Went to my bedroom about 4.30 and listened to my tape from Emma, Kerry and Linda. It's still very funny because we used to record audio cassettes for each other. Um, I wish I had some of those. Anyway, then I fell asleep and woke up about 6.30, went down to the station and made a new release promo. Talked to Mary, went home, heated up some of Jan's lasagna.
1: <laughs> Sorry, you got some to take home.
0: <laughs> yes, apparently. Ate my yeah. portion and then took Steve's down to him at the station because he was starved, so we both got a portion. I love that. Go Jan. I came back home, continued my letter to Nicole. Watched the big gig from yesterday. Mark came home just after midnight. Then Steve got home and then Jenny from the local paper, the Caratha Guardian, dropped in. What? We talked and talked and she just left and so am I. See ya! 3.17am. I'm left? What? I'm going to bed. Why am I leaving? Oh, well. Who knows? <laughs>
1: You obviously had a few vodkas and you're wandering around.
0: Good Lord. All right, this is uh, June 1st. It's a new month, kids. Uh, This is uh, Thursday and it was written at 12.51am. I got up at one today. It, once again, was absolutely great. Sorry, I had to pause there because I'm like, is this really a sentence? But yes, I got up at one today. It, once again, was absolutely great. Full stop. Showered and went down to the station about 6.30pm, maybe earlier. Yes, let's try 5pm. What? (laughs) Okay, this gets worse. I, and then I've got readed, in inverted commas, No. (laughs) my mail. What? I've got to assume that I wrote readed and then thought, oh shit, that's not the right word. So I'll put it in inverted commas and pretend I meant that. Mm. Didn't work, buddy. Mm. I readed my mail, had a bitch with Cindy and we raved for a bit. Oh, I'm so fly. Went home, got my wallet and went back to the station. Called a taxi, went into town and did the weekly shopping. Got another taxi home. Spending some money, mate. Unpacked everything and prepared myself some tea. Still, nothing has happened today that I'm caring about. Went back to the station. Stayed with Cindy for the rest of her shift. She dropped me home and I played her the tape of Kerry and That talking to me. Oh, Kerry and That. So before it was Kerry, Linda and Emma, and now it's Kerry and That. Sorry, Linda and Emma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's only just left and now it's time for, and I've got this in capitals, the Z's to come on. See ya. 12.59am. And then I've got a little arrow pointing at the time and said, only just now it's 1am. What?
1: what? That makes no you, you, sense. It doesn't, but I think you're just tired. <laughs> you're trying to be funny. You're obviously upping it a notch in the coolness stakes. I with know. The Z, you know.
0: I love that you're saying I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, because
1: none of this <laughs> is.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't think it is, but that's what makes
0: it I funny. Know, if You know what it's I mean? Completely true. But obviously, <laughs> I thought I was hilarious
1: mm-hmm. and factual. <laughs>
0: Don't forget factual. All right, this is very factual. (laughs) To a T. This is Friday, June 2. The time is 3.49 a.m. And then I've got three exclamation marks. I don't know why that seemed to be so important. Got up at 8 this morning and to work by 9. Had a lot of ads to do. My shift from midday till 3 went okay. Felt a bit weird though. Strange shift. Today was the last working day for Nat. She leaves on Wednesday. She's our schedules girl. I think after my shift, I had more of those commercials to do. Oh, hang on. I think she leaves on Wednesday, I think. After my shift, I had more of those commercials to do. Went over to the tavern at 5.30pm. This was as a farewell to Nat. Had tea there and got nice and pissed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it was nice and pissed. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Not violent and pissed. No, no.
1: Angry and pissed
0: or depressed and pissed. Just mm, nice and dressed. Mm. Had lots of fun. Oh my god! Had my photo taken in a lot of idiotic poses. <laughs> oh my god! Where are those photos?
1: Where are they? Uh, well, there only would have been one roll printed with
0: like yeah. twenty-four photos. So, <laughs> so hopefully there's only about three or four. Yeah, but that's a lot of idiotic poses. Yeah. <laughs> At about ten p.m., Cindy Colin B. Keith and I went to the Karratha International where we kept drinking, finally leaving at 12.30. I got home and Steve had Jenny over. We watched Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 and I've just had enough. Now I'm off to bed. See ya! (laughs) 3.53am. P.S. Steve leaves tomorrow. Not a bad guy, actually. Pretty sad to see him go. And then three exclamation points. No.
1: Oh, you were all into, you were doing the Elaine back then. You know, the exclamation marks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. totally. You're all into that. Well, uh, that day was jam-packed. That was
0: jam-packed. Others. And I sort yeah. of gave some content.
1: Yes. It was fantastic.
0: There was a he bit of a fashion shoot. <laughs> some idiotic <laughs> poses were done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you, you're expressing some emotions about somebody leaving. <laughs> yeah,
0: that I've only known for like, a, I think he was only there for a week, maybe two weeks. Good old Mm. Steve. All right, and the final entry, this is June 3. It's a Saturday at 2.27 a.m. Well, well, well. Hmm, Nice start. Today, we did a big outside broadcast from the shopping centre. So that's basically when you go down to a shopping centre, you set up a little card table because it's regional radio, and you have a microphone, and I think they actually made us play records down there. So you'd have the record players and you'd ha- actually do your show through a cable sent back to the studio, but you were playing records live. <laughs> My shift from two to four was fairly pathetic. For the first half an hour, I couldn't do much talking because they had a big demonstration going on in front of us. Okay, that's bad planning. <laughs> so there was clearly <laughs> someone on a microphone going, all right, all right, all right, and I can't talk. Um, it made heaps what are of the noise. Chances? Yeah. <laughs> It's like... Position it somewhere better, you folks. <laughs> uh, Ian Cameron from 6KY in Perth came up and I worked with him on air. What? Ooh, <laughs> he's a nice. very funny guy. I really enjoyed working with her. and then I've got inverted commas, professional, as it were. <laughs> oh. mm. I love that I've said he's a professional, but I'm saying as it were. Oh, you're a professional. Yeah. I am too. Stayed there until about 20 to midnight. What? At the shopping centre? Got there at midday, went to the station at court to midnight and switched the station to 6pm. How long was I working for? Uh, Got home and watched Hey Hey at Saturday that I recorded earlier that night. Went to my bed, but I couldn't sleep. Started typing resumes, but now I'm slightly tired. I wonder why. See ya, (laughs) 2.36am.
1: I wonder why 12 hours live radio in a shopping centre. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and not going to sleep, never.
1: And I wonder why you were typing resumes after that. I, know.
0: I love the gall of me 21 weeks in. I'm like, mm, I need a new job. This one's shit.
1: <laughs> but Just country radio, like you just got there to say, I'm here, yeah, I've done it, and I'm moving on. You used it as a
0: springboard to go to something else. It was always the hustle, the hustle,
1: yeah. That's why you know, all these fantastic people that you've had on that worked there have been blowing my mind as well.
0: Yeah, Ian Cameron, I've forgotten about him,
1: so have a lot of people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Too friggin' shy, (laughs) I love that.
1: But that's okay. He was a professional. He was, as it were. (laughs) As it were. Well, Uh, well, well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So dismissive, your little flog. (laughs) I can't wait to see what I have a go at next.
1: (laughs) Did you ever work with him in Perth again? Never. Ah, weird. And I would have
0: posited that I'd met him and probably had no idea that I was. I'd actually met him before anyway as well.
1: Highly likely after all the vodka you're consuming now. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Right. All right. right. Thank you so much once again for joining us.
1: Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. It's oh. so awesome to know you back
0: then. It's a pleasure. Um, I'm going to have you back, of course, obviously. Oh,
1: please do. Please,
0: please, please. Yay. all right Yay. Well, Coming up in the next episode, my VO skills apparently include me doing a baby voice in a commercial. That's going to be horrendous. I dished up a heap of movie reviews including one for Return of the Killer Tomatoes, which actually stars George friggin' Clooney. Who knew? And also, a glowing report for a new Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin movie called Big Business... And I still remember my favourite quote from Bette. It's, um, is this how we dress for the office? You look like a blood clot. I offer accommodation to another random at our radio station share house, once again, without asking anyone if it's okay. Uh, There's more 80s food references for me to reminisce over. One of my co-workers owes me a lot of money. Plus, I get pissed off about more on-air stuff-ups. And of course, every episode, we like to help raise Indigenous voices. And this time around, I'm shining the spotlight on more magnificent Aboriginal art with andaliquaarts.com.au. I'm guaranteeing you I've ruined that name. Uh, They're a collaborative team of artisans producing all sorts of beautiful work like sleepwear, scarves, infant wear and woven baskets and their website has links to their stockists around the country. Plus you can also shop them online at shophomelands.com To support them, head to their website which is A N I N D I L Y A K W A arts.com.au and you can give them a follow on Instagram as well at uh, A N I N D I L Y A K W A underscore arts. All of those links can of course be found on our Instagram page too at 19 in 89. Uh, Once again, mad props to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for the uh, très magnifique. 19 and 89 feet tune I'm so French and Jezalenko for his extra bits and audio shits please hit us up on our socials with a follow if that's your thing at 19 and 89 it would be absolutely freaking awesome if you could also share this podcast with someone who likes to giggle or loves radio or was alive in the 80s or wants to understand their teenager um of course till next time I will be loving you from here check you later see ya boy